There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Welcome to the newest episode of Beyond the Fame with Jason Fraley. I'm your host, Jason Fraley, picking the brains of the top filmmakers, musicians, and artists of our time. Rachel Bloom is starring in the new Hulu comedy series Reboot alongside Keegan-Michael Key and Johnny Knoxville. I spoke to Bloom in 2016, just days after winning Best Actress at the Golden Globes for Crazy Ex-Girlfriend on The CW. Rachel Bloom, thanks so much for taking the time. Hey, how are you? I am so great. How are you? I'm doing great. So uh, this is WTOP in Washington, D.C., and we want to start by saying thank you so much for coming on, and congrats on the Golden Globe. Oh, my God. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Has it set in yet, the the fact that you're now a Golden Globe winner, Rachel Bloom? Absolutely not, because <laughs> I spend most of my time working, so I haven't had time to just, like, be a person and reap the glorious rewards. Um, <laughs> but I'm excited. Uh, I'm excited to, you know, like realize that I'm better than other people and like act <laughs> like it and just be terrible to everyone. So but has, I'm looking forward to that day. It hasn't gone to your head yet. That's nice to see. <laughs> it hasn't. I mean, I think that at the end of the day when you're doing, you know, 12 to 14 hours on set, um, it, it, it still is all about the work. Um, and you're making something with other people and, and you, you don't, especially because I'm an executive producer, so I have to worry about getting things done on time. You, you can't really let it go to your head. Um, but I'm sure it will. Don't worry. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, we, have, uh, we have a nice little snowstorm bearing down on us in D.C., so tell our listeners why Crazy Ex-Girlfriend should be something maybe they could uh, plug in and maybe binge a little while they're snowed in. Okay. Well, first of all, guys, all episodes that we've aired so far are available for free on Hulu and CW.com. So you have no excuse. They're free. <laughs> Second of all, the ep- it takes place in Southern California. And episode eight is actually about how warm it is in California on Christmas time. So you can pretend to be warm because it's a show <laughs> specifically about a place that is sometimes overbearingly hot. Um, and third of all, it's a good show and it's unique and it'll go by quickly, and it's a musical, so it'll distract you from your troubles, uh, <laughs> except when we're being sad, because it does get sad sometimes. Um, and, you know, it's a show, I think, for smart people, and you guys are in Washington, D.C., so you're smart people, because, uh, you know, you're people like the president and the senators, <laughs> so you should watch it. Yeah, we're all like the politicians. <laughs> you're all senators. <laughs> I assume everyone who lives in Washington, D.C. is like senators. I'm, ta- so. I'm talking to Senator Bloom right now. Yes. Didn't even know it. God forbid. Congrats on your re-election in addition to your Golden Globe. Thank you 
so much. <laughs> it's really Thank all about you. the voters. It's very hard. Yeah, it's really about the voters. Um, so, I mean, do you think uh, this sort of happened similarly, you know, a couple years ago, you know, not many people had heard of Brooklyn Nine-Nine, suddenly it wins these awards and now, and then everyone rushes out to watch it. Do you think it maybe, you know, now that maybe one of the, the perks of, uh, you know, winning some statues like this, in addition to, you know, the personal, you know, benefits, but, you know, for the show itself, do you think maybe, you know, more people will now to come discover it? Oh, that's what I'm hoping. I mean, that's, that's really what I'm hoping. You know, we are, we're a, 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 a dark musical comedy on a broadcast network. And I think the people didn't hear about it or know what it was. And I think, I think this will be great and it'll be attracting like the right type of audience. Um, and so I'm, I'm, I'm very excited about it. Now, during your Globe speech, you mentioned how, you know, you guys had such a, a tough time getting someone to, to pick it up. I think you tried Showtime. You said a, a bunch of other, you know, networks turned it down. And, uh, you know, talk about how, how difficult it was to for someone to take a chance on it and how grateful you are to CW for doing that. Yeah. Oh, I mean, and even look, and even because we had a pilot that we made with Showtime, they rejected it, and then we took the pilot around other places. But to even be able to make a pilot in the first place is near impossible. It is so hard to get something put on television. <laughs> um, and so the fact that like I have something on television and it went through two different networks before getting on television is, is pretty crazy. It's awesome. Crazy like the title. Um, talk, exactly. talk about your co-creator, uh, Elaine. Let me make sure I get this right. Is it Elaine Brosh McKenna? That's how you say Elaine it? Elaine Brosh McKenna, yes. Nailed um, it. Yeah, tell me, didn't did, you said that she discovered you watching YouTube videos of you? Yeah, she was procrastinating. She's she's a very, uh, very, very uh, amazing and well-known screenwriter, and she was procrastinating, and she was on uh, the website Jezebel, and one of my music videos called If Disney Cartoons Were Historically Accurate was <laughs> featured on Jezebel, and uh, she watched all my stuff, and then I got an email saying, Aline Brush McKenna wants to talk to you about creating a musical television show, and it was in that first meeting that we that she had had the idea for a movie called Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, and we decided to turn it into a TV show. And now we're two and a half years later. Tell me more, because I'm not familiar with this web series, but tell me more about the, if Disney characters were historically accurate. Well, it's, it's, so it's not really a web series. What I did was, for, before I created the show, I had been releasing um, comedic music videos okay. uh, on, on, online, uh, musical sketches. And I've been doing that for about four years, and I kind of did that wherever I could. At first I was paying for them myself, um, still was paying for them myself, but then I managed to, I had a, an animated uh, music video idea, so I made it in conjunction with Crack.com, mm. and that's what Aline found. So when Aline saw my stuff, I, I had been creating uh, comedy music on, online for years. So does, do you think that provides hope for some other people that are, you know, maybe cranking out awesome, hilarious YouTube stuff? Yeah. I mean, I, I, I hope it does. I mean, I think that for me... I mean, the thing that I'll say is, with all of my stuff, the goal was ne never necessarily to go quote-unquote viral. Mm -hmm. um, I had moderate success on YouTube, but not compared to some of the people who are getting 16 million views right. per video. Um, you know, a lot of these people, I think, who have the support of, like, tweens, but that was never really my demographic. Um, I just wanted to create good work that felt like me. So I think that... Uh, that's more what I take away from it is create good work and then find some way to put that good work out there. Right, right. And, you know, be it online, through a play, like ho however, 
you know, however that works. Exactly. Now, we talked a lot about, hopefully this will bring in some new viewers, but, you know, maybe for people that have seen season one, what can they expect when by the time season two rolls around? Well, we're still in the middle of season one. Okay. We just had a break. We just had a six-week break, so... We aired episodes 1 through 8 of season 1, and now we're going to be airing episodes 9 through 18. Ah, Uh, But I hope we get a season 2. And Rebecca's denial is going to come biter in the ass, basically. (laughs) Just like your denial of now that you're a Golden Globe winner. See, it's the same thing. Exactly. It'll probably bite me in the ass, and I'll piss off the wrong person and get banned from places, I'm sure. What sort of stuff from, you know, let's say the eight episodes so far, or just your entire working with the show, what... You know, what tickles you the most? What really makes you just, like, almost, you know, have tears in your eyes? You know, what about the show and what about the role? Oh, wow. Um, Like, what what gets to me the most? What really gets you, yeah, of all the stuff in there? Well, first of all, um, there's this number in episode six called What'll It Be? And it's not sung by me. It's sung by um, character Greg, played by Santino Fontana, who's amazing. And it's it's like a Piano Man-style number just sung in a bar. Mm -hmm. And it's... A funny-ish song, but it, it's more just, it's a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful song. And that song was written by Adam Schlesinger, um, who's the head of music on our show. And I got to just sit on set as an executive producer and watch it be filmed, which is a rarity for me, because usually I'm in the scene and I don't get to sit back and watch. And it was in that moment that I was watching it that I, like, fully, fully understood they were letting us do this. I was like, I can't believe someone is putting <laughs> this on the air. Like, I, I can't yeah. believe someone is just letting us do this musical television show because we have two to three musical numbers every episode. They are all original. They're all different. And it just, it blew me away. It had been something I'd been dreaming about for years of doing on television. And it really sunk in in that moment, but that's what they're letting us do. And every episode, I definitely have a moment like that, but being able to watch the show and watch it be filmed uh, is really like a treat for me. In addition to those more, you know, touching moments where you almost pinch yourself and say, wow, I'm so lucky to do this. What are, you know, are there any like side splitting stories of, you know, where you guys just couldn't keep it together on set, like sort of outtake moments? Yeah. Uh, well, I think whenever we're filming, we, we sometimes the videos do the dirty versions that we post online. Uh, you so post we them, the yeah. version for broadcast and we do the dirty versions. And whenever we're filming those dirty versions, that's pretty great because um, they're dirty. <laughs> when we're doing them. So um, there's a really dirty version of this song from episode five called I'm a Good Person. When we film the dirty versions, that's like, that's usually the most fun. That's awesome. See, and then you post those online, right, on YouTube. So in a way, it's kind of come yeah, full yeah, circle. Yeah, yeah, on my YouTube. It's come full circle. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> awesome. Well, we know you're a busy woman, so we'll, we'll cut you loose. But thank you so much for taking the time to, to join us. And, you know, want everyone to come watch Crazy Ex-Girlfriend now. Yeah. Hey, Rachel, thank you so much. Congrats on the Golden Globe, and best of luck going forward. Thank you so much. Thanks so much for listening to Beyond the Fame with Jason Fraley. Our theme music is Scott Buckley's Clarion. Remember to give us a five-star rating if you like what you hear. We'll see you next time.
I wanted to take a second to tell you about an app I really enjoy. Living in the D.C. area is great, and Podcast D.C. gathers all of the local shows that I like all in one local app. Health, sports, local news, politics, and so much more. Podcast D.C. is the new local app with hundreds of D.C. area podcasts to choose from. I can earn exciting rewards just for listening and share the podcasts I love instantly. Available in the App Store or in Google Play, listen local with Podcast D.C.